This is episode 37 of Dead Letter Radio. As always, I'm your host, Taze, and this is the podcast with the slogan, Your Words, Your Podcast, because here we feature your poetry, short stories, letters, basically anything you've written and want shared. I give it an audience, a platform, and a voice, but truly, they're your words, so you're the star of each and every episode. So welcome back, everybody. Glad to have you again. And if you're, this is the first time you're listening and would like to hear your work read on this podcast, listen to the end and I'll go over how to do so. As always in the beginning, just want to see how you're doing. Check in a bit. And I feel like I need to check in as well because I had a small break again. Um, but no worries with that. Uh, basically, on my end, I had uh, my sister uh, come to visit. And so... That, while being a lot of fun, has also made things a little more hectic, and then I'm also working another job doing concrete work again. And so, with there's a bunch of moving parts, I find myself a little more tired these days than usual. Um, but so far, I'm really happy that the weather is holding out. If you hear the droning of fans in the background, that is because we're, where I live, we're in that time where... Mornings and nights are cold, but midday is pretty hot, and right now it is midday. So that's why there's a bit of a delay on this week's episode. Another thing I wanted to shortly discuss is another aspect on why I enjoyed writing. Um, It seems like in a lot of cases, when it comes to our general relationships with people, usually the big reason people have falling outs or at least uh, come up with issues is communication just because people communicate differently uh, maybe some communicate more some communicate less and then there's always that misunderstanding not always but uh, sometimes a lot of problems arise from that and for me sometimes communicating exactly what's on my mind uh, at least when face-to-face could be pretty tough and at times still is and so I remember growing up Uh, If I needed to relate something to my mom or something uh, that was really bothering me, writing actually became a really uh, easy way for me to do so and be really honest. uh, Because it kind of let me bypass maybe that, um, what's the word, exposed feeling of really revealing what's truly on your mind. And so I did it in forms of letters. And I think that's also why I enjoyed other aspects of writing and in creative forms, because you can really put out there your true creative essence, the worlds you think of, the storylines that come up in your head, or maybe just your thoughts on the world and the universe and everything and everyone around you, uh, and put it as honestly and more honest than maybe you could do so using your actual voice. So that's just something I wanted to touch up on, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. As always, before though we really dive into the episode, it's time for a little weather check. So, if you are in my area today, it is a hotter day uh, on release because it's supposed to be 72 degrees for the high and 50 degrees for the low. So, not yet a fully winter, still in the full swing of small. Uh, excuse me, I cannot speak today. We are in the full swing of fall. And so, enjoy it. Enjoy this little dabble of summer that seems to sneak on in. And especially if you don't like winter. Um, but get ready as the season is getting colder. 
So that's that. Are you ready to listen to some great uh, writing from people all over the world? Well, to get started, we will read by Michaela Ryan, Your Face in Sunlight. A polar night draped the world, starved and frostbitten. Dreams died daily. Not that I cared. I was alone. Shutters closed. Until a glimpse of dawn hit my icy eyelids and long-forgotten music echoed in my empty heart. And I opened my eyes to see your face in sunlight at the edge of the unknown. You were so far from my wasteland, and I could not look away. Now blinded, I saw a different and better world. Autumn arrived too soon. I begged, pathetically, may I follow you beyond this horizon. It took time to accept that the great escape does not happen to the likes of me. Now I do not expect to outlast the falling snow, but I do understand, and I will never regret seeing your face in sunlight. So thank you, Michaela, for sharing this piece with us today. Regarding their work, they said, The background to the poem is really about depression and how love can cure it, but when one puts their joy completely in someone else's hands and then are rejected, depression comes back, perhaps even worse than before. It's partly based on my own experience and a bit on my own imagination. And so that is the beautiful duality of love, where it's something so powerful can overcome many hardships, even help with uh, depression or uh, deeply personal issues. But as Michaela put it in their words, that if you put it all on one person and then are rejected, it can make your problems grow. It can even be more devastating than before. And it's something I advocated, advocated on this podcast many times just from my own experiences and hearing it from others that at the end of the day, you first have to learn to love yourself because at the end of the day, you are with yourself. And so, Michaela, I think you capture this really well in your poem. I especially really like the idea of how finding love can be a world-shattering and changing moment that you captured, that you begin to hear long-forgotten music, that you open your eyes and see their face in sunlight, and it's awe-inspiring. You cannot look away. Something so far from our own personal wasteland, and that even though it ends, even though uh, autumn comes too soon and the falling snow is going to be here, that is something we do not regret. So thank you again. Our next piece is by Faloria, and you can find them on at Twitter. And it is titled, The Man With No Face. The gaze lacks shade. Redress the orphaned look which does not play upon the face. For it has no source, only some depth foundered by a supporting force. One could look wise and see the print of a mind or a daft disguise. State about the frame, either a certain mistake or a guessing game. 
he will not partake in the evidence of a faith, but rely upon a faith. So thank you, Floria, uh, for sharing. This is actually Floria's uh, second piece ever featured on this podcast. And it's inspired similar to the first that we read, where it is an ekphrastic poem, which is a vivid description of a scene, or more commonly, a work of art. Through the imaginative act of narrating and reflecting on the action of a painting or sculpture, the poet may amplify and expand its meaning. Meaning. And for this poem, uh, it looks like it was inspired by the painting Empress Theodora, a version of that painting by Jean-Joseph Benjamin Constant. And if you wait to the end to hear my Twitter, I will actually post that image there so you can see exactly inspired this poem that Floria written. So thank you for sharing. I think it's a wonderful idea to uh, make an ekphrastic poem or use these things surrounding you, even other art to inspire work. Sometimes it can feel like everything has been done under the sun. What's the point of creating more? Uh, because maybe someone's already did it, or maybe someone will do it better than we can. But no one has our exact mind, our exact outlook, our exact hands to write our exact words. And so using another work of art to inspire even if it's just describing how we view it, will always be uniquely ours. So it's a great way for artists to inspire other artists. Next, by great underscore monotone on Reddit, this piece is titled Ghost. His motion through traffic was like the wind pulling a red ribbon through the streets. Then a twitch a nearly imperceptible twist of the throttle and the silent servos of the Yamaha made him a ghost, a glowing vapor that flashed for an instant down upon freeway. So thank you, Great Monotone, for sharing this piece. Regarding it, they said, Background-wise, I have this fantasy world in my head that I'm sure a lot of sci-fi lovers share. That's like something out of a Greg, uh, excuse me, Craig Egan or William Gibson novel. I'll just sometimes take a stroll through a moment in that world and envision a scene like Ghost. I envision it as an urban night in a dense, neon-lit city. I was mostly inspired by the urge for that escape that only comes from speed. It's this weird place on the fringe of reality where everything sort of stops mattering. Because in all honesty... All the normal parts of you are scared to death. So I really enjoyed this piece as one that rides uh, their own motorcycle, especially uh, while out of a car. And that's why I'm glad weather is uh, holding out. And I think you captured the feelings and the sensation of it uh, wonderfully. You can at one moment be at an idle cruise, and all of a sudden, you know, just with an imperceptible twist of the throttle, become a ghost, a ribbon of light falling behind you, a glowing vapor that only lasts for an instant. And even more so on your background of the piece, where in those moments of writing you can lose your perception of everything else, maybe all your worries and hopes and fears at the moment kind of just drain and fade to the background, lost to that noise of the engine and the wind 
rustling through your helmet in your ears. And really all you're focused on is the then and now, the sensation of gliding across the road, feeling like you're one with the bike because every twitch, every subtle movement of your body changes the trajectory of the bike itself. And as you put it, nothing else matters because all the normal parts of you are scared to death. And which at the same time, while you're riding, can almost feel like a great sense of peace because you're just so focused. So thank you, Great Monotone, for sharing. By James Hugh, the next piece is titled Essence of Beauty. Not to die a mortal death, nor to die one thousand, but to be undone a death immortal. The hand of death will reclaim me, my physical being shattered, my soul extinguished, never to have existed, my name never uttered again. Achievement may last one hundred thousand years in the hearts of many men, but their hearts too shall return to ruin, and all feats will be unmade. What then is left when all footsteps are erased? Only that which made them then wish not to make more. Exist in this moment as time is short before we are reclaimed. Thank you, James, for sharing. Regarding this piece, they said, I write sporadically, and usually when I am particularly inspired. When I wrote this, I was feeling a deep sadness, but also something positive that transcended that sadness. Because in the end, we are all undone, and everything is erased. So in this life, since everything will eventually be erased, I thought that how we experience each and every moment is what's most important. And worrying about the other stuff is only secondary. Because if we achieve a lot, but can't enjoy the moments we achieve those things, what's the point anyway? And I generally agree with this uh, inspiration that made you write this poem, James. I remember working at a call center where we did a lot of research interviews. And sometimes uh, we would do ones where we'd go over the job history and the income of uh, different um, uh, interviewees. And doing so and this is not to knock anyone that's in this position, because ultimately, teach your own. I'm just stating my own viewpoint on it, but you'd hear people make, you know, very large amounts of money, but working 80-plus hour weeks. And I just remember personally thinking, I was like, well, what's the point of achieving all that and not necessarily being able to enjoy it or have just time to enjoy uh, yourself or with your family or maybe hobbies outside of times that you have off. But in the end, to each their own, especially if you really enjoy your work. Also, I really appreciate the idea you put here because ultimately we know that life and death exists. And so if a death exists, then now we... Uh, try to enjoy the moments we have. You know, we want to live a happy life. So thank you, James.
Next, by Prifal Sharma, we have a piece titled, Don't Let It Happen. Don't let it happen, for it'll just hurt. Trust me, I've been there. No salve heals this burn. Thoughts come and go, and they flit like birds. But I am not listening, so they are not heard. Instead, I suffer, agonize, and die over what-ifs and buts, and I never seem to try. Laugh for the moment, grimace in the future. I will not pull myself out of this stupor. So thank you, Priffle, for sharing this piece with us. Regarding it, they said, I've been very stressed recently, and I'm struggling with my anxiety, and I'm burnt out in school. It's also coming from a place where I feel like opening up too much or putting myself out there can really hurt, and sometimes it feels like it's better to do nothing at all. And I've been there for full, and I'm sure many who listen to this podcast can relate to been there before, whether being burnt out with school, work, or associates, maybe just burnt out with our general situation in itself, and couple that with that feeling of not being able to open up putting ourselves out there because of the risk of pain, whether it's pain we've suffered before or the fear of what might happen, can lead us to feel at a standstill, to feel that we're stagnant. Maybe we even have the feeling that we're running on a treadmill, so we're not really going anywhere at all, and so we choose nothing. And I am, uh, as I mentioned before on the podcast, woefully guilty uh, of this of decision paralysis, uh, when there's this big decisions you have to make and you have to choose one or the other, and the unknown freezes you in your place. And I thought you captured this beautifully. That fear of pain, something we suffered before, so we don't want to go through it again. Uh, we ignore the the thoughts that come and go. And the one, actually, when I read this, that really honed in for me specifically was that laugh for the moment, grimace in the future. We may, for all intents and purposes, try and seem like we are enjoying things, uh, but the future fills us with dread. Another reason I wanted to highlight is that this is partially another uh, facet of why I started this podcast in its own uh, angle that feeling and fear of opening up uh, putting ourselves out there extends to all aspects of life whether it's uh, work school relationships and creativity creativity you're putting yourself out there at least to me how I view it regardless of whatever work you make you're putting a piece of yourself out there because it's a piece inspired by yourself it's your machinations of your mind uh, pieces of your soul, and the fear of it being rejected or viewed in a, a failing light can feel like they're rejecting part of you. And that's not always the case because everyone has a different taste, but I just remember, uh, especially when I wrote things, uh, that anxiety of sharing it made me feel like if they don't like this, then it's like they don't like a part of me since I made it. 
And that is a big stepping stone to get over. And so, just as uh, Perfol said regarding the inspiration for this piece, it's one of the reasons I started this podcast as a place to help people get over that hump, that first step. To have their work shared, whether uh, under anonymous name, uh, anonymously, or an alias, or a pen name, or a social media handle, and they can do their real name as well, but give a place that's safe, where I'm not criticizing your piece. Uh, and yes, um, objective criticism is good if you want to keep improving your skills in anything, uh, but I, I am not qualified enough to do so. So I just wanted to give a place where if you have words you want shared, that there's an opportunity to do so in a safe manner. And so thank you, Perfol, for sharing uh, this piece and as another reminder of why this podcast exists. Next, by J. Andrew Tomlinson. This poem is actually featured in their self-published book, and, and that's the and symbol, it is titled Missing. And you can find the poem on Amazon, I believe. I spend some nights lying awake and feeling for my ribs. They try to account for the missing one she was made from. So thank you, Jay Andrew, uh, for sharing this piece with us. So there's a few points I want to touch. First off, congratulations on self-publishing a book. Um, that just is really awesome. <laughs> to take those steps and getting your work out there, if that's something you want to do and establish yourself as a writer, I think that's really cool. And there's a lot of uh, avenues for people to do so now without much expense if you're just looking to, hey, I want to make a book and put it out there. If that's your goal, there's ways to do so. Along with this, I do really like... Uh, the main inspiration on this poem, I know that you mentioned using inspiration uh, from a line from the Bible, and that is actually from Genesis chapter 2, verse 23, which says, This is that last bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. And that's uh, the words of Adam uh, regarding Eve, the creation of Eve. And love can feel that way, right? The idea that you found someone that seems to be the perfect piece or the missing piece of you, that together you guys are whole. And that when separated, whether due to circumstances, love fizzles out, or maybe you're just apart for a while, away from each other for a while, uh, it can feel like you are missing that piece, missing a rib, missing a part of you, and you have that deep longing feeling. So, such a pain that you can't even fall asleep. And maybe you're listening and you feel like you're missing that piece, yet you haven't found them yet. Well, you're still here. You're still listening to the podcast. You still have another day, another tomorrow, another week, another month, another year. You still have time uh, to find that missing rib, as one way to put it. So thank you, Jay, for sharing this piece. And that is it. That is the end of the episode. Thank you to everyone who submitted and shared uh, their poems and writings. As always, it's been an absolute blast uh, to have the honor to share, give them a voice, read and reflect on your writing, your outlook of life, your creativity. 
if you're curious on who wrote what, maybe you want to give them a shout-out. Maybe you want to reach out to me and say, hey, I really enjoy this person's work. You can look at uh, the description of the episode, and there I will have the title of each piece and who wrote it. Along with that, as I mentioned, if this was your first time listening and you are interested in seeing how to have your own work shared, as a reminder, it can be um, poetry, it can be a letter, it can be short stories, it can be song lyrics that you made yourself. As long as it's something that you wrote in your own words, your own creativity, you can send it here. There's very minor few guidelines regarding it, but when you reach out to me, we can discuss those a little bit. Then there's easy ways to do so. So, if you're on social media, I always redirect people to my Twitter, and that's Dead Letter Cast, C A S T, Dead Letter Cast. You can go there, you can DM me there if you want. Um, but the most uh, to the point method is to just directly email me, which my email is on my Twitter, but to directly email me, it is Dead Letter Radio Podcast at gmail.com. Once again, Dead Letter Radio Podcast at Gmail. There, all you have to do is send me a PDF, preferably, but it could be a Word document, or you can have the poem or written piece in the body of the email. Put the title of it, if it has one, and let me know how you want to be credited, whether that is your name, social media handle, pen name, and if you want to be anonymous, that is perfectly fine. Along with that, if you want to share your inspiration uh, for your work, you can include that as well, and I can review that, and that may be included in the reading of the piece, as you've heard with this episode. Some people have included their inspiration um, for comforting others, showing them they're not alone in their trials. Uh, Some have did it to show different ways you can uh, drive creativity. Some just like to give insight on their thought process. I think it's a really cool way to show what motivated and drove the pen uh, for each and every writer. And so that is the easiest way to submit your piece. I think the only real limitation if you're thinking about length is that if it's a short story, I say like 600 words or less, so like a flash fiction piece, but it's pretty straightforward and you can message me with any questions. If you want to follow me other places, you can also go on Instagram, Deadlight Radio, I'm there too. And if you enjoyed this episode, um, please leave a review. You can do so on Apple Podcasts, and that's also on iTunes. You can leave a review there. Some other sites and platforms might have review features. I know Spotify you can follow, and that way you can keep up to date as an episode is released. I try to get an episode out once a week, usually around Monday. Sometimes things happen. Hey, that's life. All in all, thank you so much again for tuning in. I'm hoping you guys are having a wonderful week, no matter where you are, and if your week has been rough, then I hope it gets better. I am rooting for you. With each day you have, you can always make things a little bit better. So this is Tage Jones with Dead Letter Radio, and I'm wishing you all safe travels.